truly grateful to be here today, amen. As we stand to our feet today, the Bible tells us to come worship him, to worship the Lord. No doubt the spirit and the truth, he says, praise him in the sanctuary, praise him in the earth, praise him, he says, with everything and every person here today. Let everyone praise the Lord today. We're truly grateful tonight. As we come before the Lord, let's give you thanks today. As we enter to his gates this evening, with thanksgiving in our hearts, thanksgiving in our souls, thanksgiving in our minds. Let's praise him this evening. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for your goodness. We thank God for your love. We thank you, God, for your grace this name. God, we bless your holy name, God, in this place. God, we say thank you, God, for another opportunity to come and worship you today. God, we ask you, Lord, move by your Holy Spirit. Move by the Holy Ghost power right now. Accomplish your divine work. Let it be done in this service. God, meet needs in this house. Uh, those watching online, God, move by your spirit. God, we pray, God, just accomplish your divine work. If you have will, let it be done. Healing, salvation, baptism of the Holy Ghost. We know that, God, you're more than able to do it, God, this evening. And God, we just call upon your name this evening. We call upon you. No doubt they're often the finisher of our faith. And we just bless that holy name and master's name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, today. Amen. Let's all grab a songbook today. And let's turn to page 453 in your songbooks. The song says, he keeps me singing today. He keeps me singing. There's within my heart.
on, let's sing it again. It's raining on the inside. Come on in the house. It's raining on the inside. Come on in the house. It's raining on the inside. Come on in the house. Oh, come on in the house of the Lord. Jesus on the inside. With Jesus on the inside. Come on in the house. Jesus on the inside. Come on in the house. Yes, Jesus on the inside. Come on in the house. Oh, come on in the house of the Lord. There's salvation tonight. Salvation on the inside. Come on in the house. Salvation on the inside. Come on in the house. Salvation on the inside. Come on in the house. Oh, come on in the house of the Lord. We call him up tonight. Why don't you call him up? Call him up. Tell him what you want. Call him up. Call him up. Tell him what you want. Oh, call him up. Well, call him up, call him up, tell him what you want. Call him up, call him up, tell him what you want. Oh, call him up, call him up. His line is never busy. Tell him what you want. His line is never busy. Tell him what you want. His line is never busy. Tell him what you want. But Jesus on the main line now. So we call him up tonight. We'll call him up. Call him up, I'm telling what you want. Call him up, call him up, what you want. Well, call him up, call him up, tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line now. If you need victory now, if you need victory, tell him what you want. If you need victory, tell him what you want. If you need victory, tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line now. Thou J-E-S-U-S. Thou J-E-S-U-S. Tell him what you want. Thou J-E-S-U-S. Tell him what you want. Oh, thou J-E-S-U-S. Tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line now. Let's go ahead and praise him tonight, church. Call on that wonderful name of Jesus in this house. Jesus on the main line. As we call upon you, Lord, today. Have your way in this place tonight. God, we pray. Every need be met in this house. Every child, God, everything. God, you're more than able to hear, answer, and, and no doubt accomplish your divine work in this place tonight. We bless you. We thank you, God, for your goodness. We bless your name. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank the Lord today for his goodness, for his mercy, his, his mighty hand today. We're grateful to be back one more night. Amen. We can call on Jesus, call him up, and we can tell him exactly what we want. Amen. Thank God he's a God that has ears to hear. and No doubt the hands that are able to reach down and touch each and every single life. No doubt in this city, in this service tonight. And wherever you may be watching this broadcast tonight, our God is more than able, amen, to meet the needs in every soul today. So call on him, call on him. We serve a God that's able to answer prayers. Continue to pray for uh, various ones uh, not here tonight. And uh, Alice Weeks, we continue to lift her up in prayers. Uh, again, she was asking. And even my mom. My mom has continued to go through some issues there. But we know that God is a God that's able to heal divinely. Amen. Divinely heal. And truly, uh, our various ones in the house of the Lord today and, uh, and throughout this city, no doubt. We know the power of prayer. 
power of prayer. And, and as a church, we continue to lift up people, lift up those that have come, those that have yet to come. Amen. Continue to uh, call and invite and continue to keep them on your mind. Amen. As Jesus had us on his mind, let's continue to reach out and be a blessing to someone else to have them on our mind as well. Be mindful again, our, our week, our week. This week is looking forward to Sunday morning at 11 a.m. as well. You come out and be with us at 11 a.m. here in the house of the Lord. 11 a.m. we'll be here at 334 Ashford Street. Let's come and pack the house out with us this weekend and bring your friends, your family, and your loved ones. We believe in God for some great things in store as we close out this year, the final, final uh, quarter of the year. Amen. Good things happen in the final quarter of the year. And so let's go out in victory, amen, for this year. We go out in victory and let the Lord have his way in, in, in the remainder of this year. It's not over, amen. It ain't over till God says it's over. And truly, this year, you, perhaps you have some desires and goals and dreams, the things in which you were seeking for. It's not over, amen. God can still do it in a moment of time. In a moment of time, as you do the will of God, serve God and do your part, God will do his as well, amen. Another part we can do is give in the offering, amen. Giving the offering is unto the Lord. We thank God for the opportunity to give and uh, give me say thank you in advance for your support. Again, I, I, getting, I got an a envelope today from way down in Maryland, lady down in Maryland, never met her in my life, but she said, I'm going to send over an offering to you, so we say thank you in advance. And so through the support of the church, through the support of taking we are truly blessed because, again, uh, as I was thinking about it, various places have shut down, have shut down and, and never opened back up, but God kept his hand on us. God has covered us. Amen. God has a special place here for us. Amen. And truly, we are thankful for your giving. And without your giving, again, it, it wouldn't be possible. But even in that, you say, I don't give. Well, somebody else will. Amen. That's the blessing about it. God always, always, uh, again, takes care of his church. And so be a part of that. And when you take care of God's church, he'll take care of you. So through tithing and offerings, what is tithe preaching? 10%. 10% belongs to God. 10% we get paid. Set that 10% aside. Say, this belongs to God. Of your gross, of your gross. Amen. I don't, don't take but Uncle, Uncle Sam and everybody else until give it to God. The Bible says your first fruits of your increase. Your first fruits of your increase, give it to God and watch him bless you. So how can I do this, preacher? I want to be blessed. As the rain is pouring outside today, God said, I can do the same thing in your life. I can open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing upon your life. Showers a blessing, the Bible says. And truly, we are looking forward to that. So as you give to the Lord, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. God's economics works far better than the U.S. Treasury. Amen. God has, again, uh, the, the vaults up in heaven. Uh, no man can, can put a number on, on the riches of Almighty God. So give unto the Lord. He will bless you. We say uh, through our website, give you a chance to give through our website at www.mynTCC.org forward slash Brooklyn, New York. And also through our text to give at 347-229-9933. You can give that way. And also through Zelle now. We have through Zelle through our church email. Our church email is simple. It's NTCC, standing for New Testament Christian Church. So NTCC, Brooklyn NY, uh, dot O-R-G. Excuse me, Brooklyn NY at gmail.com. All right, that's it. So enough of the announcements. Amen. We're truly grateful to give, to give unto the Lord. So let us pray. We're going to ask, brother, if you come receive it for us, Reverend. Amen. And receive it unto the Lord. Amen. And we ask you, sir, if you would pray.
Thank you for your giving today. May the Lord truly bless you as our prayer. Amen. And this time she's going to sing a song here. And we give God thanks. The song says, thank you, Jesus, for the blood of Jesus Christ. And through your giving, that's the least we can do for the price that was paid for us. Jesus paid it all. And all to him we owe today. No doubt the song says, sin had left us crimson stain, but he washed it white as snow. And we're thankful for his grace, which is so undeserving. That unmerited favor that he showed to us, we give God thanks. And so let's worship him as he sings this song unto the Lord.
Glad for the blood tonight, amen. Amen. Truly, God is a good God today, and we're truly grateful to Him and the sacrifice that was paid for you and I. You can grab that thing from Amen. We're truly grateful today. And again, if we didn't say it earlier, thank you for your giving as well in the offering. Amen. It's unto the Lord. And also, as I was sitting here, reminded, be mindful of uh, Sister Card. Sister Card uh, in prayer. As we, we posted up the other day, her husband passed away a few days ago. And so he's a pastor over in Fresno, California. Fresno, California. And we uh, fellowship with him and kind of interacted with him through the years. And so I wouldn't say he was a close friend, but it was always a good time to have him with us. And so, again, keep praying your prayers. And they, they had just recently gotten married, too. Just recently gotten married. And so, Master, her heart is surely broken. And, but God is a God that is able to mend hearts. Amen. God is a God that is able to mend the broken heart. He's able to mend again and fill that void of emptiness that we all so tend to find. And so we continue to, to look to God for her and the family and uh, various ones there as they go through that process. And continue to pray for the congregation as well. The congregation there in, in Fresno, California. And so that, that congregation there in Fresno, California as well, keep them lifted up. Amen. So as they naturally going to need a pastor. Amen. They're going to need a pastor. Are we available? Amen. Those, again, we make ourselves available for the kingdom of God. And so we uh, continue to pray for them that God will raise up a man of God. Amen. That he can go and uh, reach out to that city and fulfill the, the remainder of what God has in store for that city. Until he returns. Amen. Uh, I want to come to this evening from the word of God. From the word of God. And there's various places we could we could use. I got to give you a lot of scripture tonight. A lot of scripture from the word of God. Thank God for his word. Can never have too much scripture. Amen. We need the scripture. Amen. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 9. We'll use that as our main text this evening. Hebrews 9.22. Hebrews 9.22. The Bible says, in almost all things, by the law, purge with blood. And without a shedding of the blood is no remission. Let's read it again. He says, in almost all things, by the law, purged with blood. And without shedding of the blood is no remission. Is no remission. And... We'll use that in some other verses this evening. And we want to use a title this evening called, It's Under the Blood, or There's Life in the Blood. Amen. There's life in 
the blood. If you think about it, I was thinking about blood work the other day. Actually, actually my mom, she was, uh, she just got out the hospital last night. Well, she got home, went, went to the emergency room last night, and then got back out. And she didn't get released until they started doing blood work. Blood work, and any time you go to the emergency room and something is seriously, they hook you up with all these needles and all these different things, and they start doing blood work to find out what's wrong. And so they begin to analyze the scientists or whoever they may be. They go in there, and the doctors, they go and look at these microscopes trying to figure out what's wrong. And they analyze the blood, and they want to see if they can track whatever's going on. And naturally, they find clots. They find all type of disease. They can even find things in its early stages in the blood. Uh, sometimes they work. We give blood. We give blood on the job. A Red Cross comes, and, and our New York City blood comes along, and they offer these things, and they, we give blood unto, uh, for the city, and, and we do it again. So it's, they say to save lives, to save lives, to see men and women that are in need of blood. I was reminded of, uh, as I was preparing for this, I was reminded of uh, a group called the Jehovah's Witnesses, and there was some there, and they said, we don't give blood. We don't believe in transfusions. We don't believe in, in transferring of blood. And, but as I see today, naturally, my uncle's watching tonight. He's thankful for the blood. Amen. Because through transfusions and through various things, he's still alive today. He lost a lot of blood a few weeks ago. But thankfully, he's now recovered. Amen. And by the blood of Jesus Christ, he will continue to heal. If you think about it, again, the blood, the blood works. Amen. The blood works. It works. And so they talk about blood work. Naturally, I want to point you to another type of blood that works. The blood of Jesus Christ tonight. The blood that was shed on the old rugged cross. Uh, again, there is no greater blood than his precious blood. That would no doubt is able to wash white as snow. I was reminding you even just thinking about what blood is. You think about it, it's life in the blood. There's life in the blood. You read Leviticus 17.11. I'll give it to you here. Leviticus 17.11, the Bible says, For the life of the flesh is in the blood. The life of the flesh, all flesh, you cut everything, it's going to bleed somehow, some way, is in the blood. He said, I've given it to you upon the altars to make an atonement for your soul. For it is the blood that maketh atonement for the soul. I shared with you earlier about uh, this week, uh, how the Jewish uh, 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 men and women are, are celebrating their high holy days. And this is a time of atonement for them. Time in which they are thankful for the blood or for the blood and the uh, sacrifice and the forgiving power of Almighty God. They don't believe in the blood of Jesus Christ, but they believe in the concept of the blood. And there in the Old Testament, we find how God had given to, uh, to Adam and really on down the line, the concept of the blood. The Bible says it's in all flesh. There's life in the blood. The Bible says in our first text here in Hebrews 9.22, he said almost all things are by law purged with the blood. As we read throughout the scriptures of how the, uh, we know that Adam had fallen. Adam had fallen uh, and there in Genesis. And, and, and because of that, God created laws to where, uh, again, they had to shed innocent blood that people can be forgiven of their trespasses and sins. And so he says, without that, there is no remission of sin. And you think about that, without being forgiven, without being delivered, um, 
there is not really life as well. We're walking dead men, walking dead men without God. If you're not saved tonight, my friend, you're walking dead man with no life, looking for life, trying to find life, but true living is in Christ Jesus tonight. There's life in the blood. In Genesis 9, the Bible talks about we cannot even eat or drink blood, the Bible talks about. Not eating or drinking blood. He gave them various commandments. He says, uh, um, referring to that, why? Because it was taking life out of the, that creature or that animal. And so he says, because it was still living, if you please. And so looking at this, I was thinking about uh, uh, sucking the life out of things is one of the reasons why he said do that. Oh, they had a steak, man, a fat, juicy steak. Man, that thing had a little bit of drip in it. I said, uh, I don't know if I can do this. You saw the thing. I, I, I like mine well done. Amen. And so uh, you begin to see all the blood and all these different things in it. But he was talking about how we should not eat and drink blood. If you're out there caught up in uh, 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 all these different voodooism things out there and all these different things that are going on, believe it or not, in our society, my friend, today, the blood is Jesus Christ today. Not rooster's blood, not chicken blood. Don't drink that mess, amen. But today it's through Jesus Christ that we find deliverance, we find salvation, we find the things of God, amen. And so we find, again, uh, there are naturally blood suckers that come. The enemy will try to suck us dry of the blood. The enemy tries to draw our world and suck it dry from the blood. He doesn't want people to know about the blood. He doesn't want people to know about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and to keep men and women lifeless in their lives. He's talking about there's life in the blood. There's life in it and so naturally, uh, again, spirit, the devil's like a spiritual vampire. He'll suck all the life out of men and women. The enemy wants to suck life out of you and I as well. The Bible says as we go back to the beginning, Adam fell. His life, again, it was uh, his life. God had intended for him to have a marvelous life. But we know that sin and all that God had intended for him was sucked out because of sin. It was sucked out of him. Life was sucked out of Adam. Naturally, the spiritual man we're talking about, and the human race, life was sucked out because of sin. Adam and Eve, even their children, Naturally, we become products of sin. Adam and Eve will become, uh, their children and their offsprings will become products of sin. We were, uh, 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 I'll get back to it in a minute, but we, we look in Psalms 51. Psalms 51, verse 5 through 7. The Bible says, I was shapen in iniquity. In sin did my mother conceive me. David wrote, he says, I was born this way. Who's that Lady Gaga saying that song? I was born that way. But you know what? Yes, we were born wrong. We were born lost without God. He said, behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts. You see, that's where the blood is, on the inside. The inward parts of men and women, the inward parts of our souls and our minds and our hearts. He says he desires truth on the inward part. My friend, today, ask God today, and we continue to seek the Lord's face, saying, Lord, wash me. So what David says, he says, wash me and purge me. Hyssop, he said that I shall be clean, uh, clean, no doubt. Uh, wash, in the, wash me, O Lord, and I shall be whiter than snow. Uh, wash me and make me whole today. I used to work at a place uh, uh, in between college uh, in the summertime, and I worked at this dialysis place. And this dialysis place, they, uh, they, uh, they, they, he, the, the man I used to work for, he was a doctor. And the church we used to go to, the, the, he asked the pastor, he said, I need a, it was an Indian doctor, he couldn't drive anymore, he had heart problems. He said, I need a nice Christian boy, nice Christian boy. Man, I wasn't that, but I, I'll take the job. 
And so naturally, we will go, and he would go to these doctors. He was a dialysis doctor. He dealt with the various issues. And so we went for various places. He began to take us from clinic to clinic, and, and naturally, he began to train me how to clean these machines, how to clean these machines. Why? So, so that the people, uh, they would run through dialysis and through the liver and flush out all this stuff to where the blood was clean because of what their livers were not functioning properly. And it was there, no doubt, to cleanse the blood. And so you would see their blood go through this tube and go through this machine. And on and on and on, it would come back, in the, uh, back into their bodies, cleansed, doing what the liver could not do. Now, you remember one time uh, we had to go to the prison. <laughs> we had to go to the prison. And when I went in there, we was looking around. He said, don't talk to nobody. Don't talk to nobody. And I went in there. And I was like, I know that dude. <laughs> I know this guy. And I looked at him again. I looked for the doctor. I said, hey, man, ain't you? I said, I miss Whitlock's son. He said, oh, yeah, what's up, man? And the doctor saw it around the corner. He saw me. And, and I began to think about that. Now, in other words, the reason why I bring it up is about the blood, though, however, being cleansed. But you know what? Again, in life, again, we, we see all these different things that go on about the cleansing of the blood. The blood, and you know what? Regardless of what we do, the natural, the, the, the liver can only do so much. Those dialysis machines can only do so much. But it's nothing like the blood of Jesus Christ today. Hey, man, regardless of what crime we may have committed, regardless of what sin we may have done, we was, uh, had a, a family uh, power. It just happened to happen that way. And that's when we begin to talk about things that were going on in, our, in life. And, and no doubt we said, but you know what? All things are under the blood. Amen. And that's where we got this message last night, about under the blood. Things are under the blood. Now, so we begin to share with them things that I've been through and my wife has been through, and they begin to share things of what they've been through throughout their lives. And, but you know, I say, you know, it is all under the blood. How many thankful for that today? Anything from your past, anything from your, uh, the things that we've done wrong in our, in our childhood, and on and on and on, all the way up to our adulthood, the blood never loses its power tonight. There's still power to wash and purge with hyssop and make us all clean today. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, it says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So naturally, we were born this way. That's what we're talking about. Adam and Eve's offspring were born this way. But he says, And all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Being freely justified freely by his grace, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. We thank God. He let us know here in Romans that God can still save. God can cleanse us, no doubt, from all things. We've all come up short, but God, by his grace and his mercy, has God for all mankind. Amen. They, we've been covered by the blood. And so back to Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve tried to cover their sins when they fell and, given, and succumbed to the serpent. The Bible says they tried to cover it with leaves. The Bible says, share with you years ago, I remember preaching preached about fig leaf religion. And that's what we see that through, through that and we learn that God was not looking for the leaves. He was looking for the blood. He was looking for blood and that was the only thing that would wash away Adam and Eve's sin. It was the blood. It was the blood, and there, it, again, and, and so all the things in which they had committed and the thing, the downfall that they had had, God was willing to forgive him, but they needed the blood. They needed an innocent animal to shed this blood. They needed an innocent animal. 
Amen. And God cannot find anyone else. So he says, give me an animal, preferably a lamb. You go back and read the Old Testament, preferably a lamb. A lamb that no doubt will be able to take away and wash away all sins, all things that mankind had done. And so naturally it's back to the Jewish religion or Jewish uh, 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 feast and all these different things they do right now. They would have to go to the temple every year, multiple times a year, and bring animal sacrifices and, and bring <coughs> and confess their sins before the priest there. And naturally they had to do all these different things. Why? Why? To be forgiven one more time. But to be forgiven again. Uh, again. But it's not what really was going to work. We'll cover in a minute. And so through the animal sacrifice, God needed something innocent to die. And so from generation to generation, they would come and know that I have to do this. They needed the blood of Jesus Christ. The Bible went on to say in Genesis, I'll give you the story of Genesis 1 through 15. The offspring Cain and Abel, the Bible talks about it. Cain and Abel were two descendants from Adam and Eve. The Bible says in verse 1, he knew his wife, Eve, and she conceived and bare a son named Cain. He said, I've begotten man from the Lord. And she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of the sheep. And Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass, he says, that Cain brought forth the fruit of the ground and an offering unto the Lord. The Bible says in verse 4, and, Cain, and Abel also he brought the firstlings of the flock and the fat of thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But Cain, he says, and to his offering he had not respect, and Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. This was a story in which Adam no doubt taught them, and Eve probably taught them, sons, you got to uh, do it this way. You got to be forgiven this way. Naturally, God began to teach Adam how to sacrifice for generations to come. And now that we see the story here. One man brought a fruit basket, as, uh, as we oftentimes say, or a salad. One man brought an animal. God was looking for the blood, the innocent blood of an uh, uh, animal. The Bible says that he received uh, uh, Abel's, Abel's uh, uh, sacrifice. He received his offering because this is what God required. It wasn't, again, the things in which man tries to perhaps do. We try to do it and paper, I give money to the church. That'll cover me. I hear many times about the mafia and the mob. They try to pay off the priest, but that won't do it. Uh, no, if I do good deeds, that'll cover it. No, that won't cover it. If I give to the poor and all these different things, if I sell all I have, no doubt, and that still won't cover it. But we all need a Savior today. The Bible says in Hebrews 4, 11, 4, the Bible says, By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which obtained witnesses that he was righteous, God testifying of his, of his gifts, and by about it being dead, yet speaketh. You go back and go back to Genesis with me real quick, 4, 6. His Bible says, and so the Lord, it's referring to when after he had slew him. The Bible tells us, he picked back up in our story. The Bible says, and the Lord said unto Cain, he said, art thou, why art thou wrath? He said, why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, thou should be accepted. If thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. He said unto thee, shall his desires be that thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass that when they were in the field, Cain arose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. We read about the first murder in the Bible. The first murder in the Bible. 
The first one that ever took place in the Bible. Can you imagine Adam having to bury his son, seeing life spilled on the ground, seeing his blood, his son's blood on the ground, the very thing that God had given to man, life. We live in a world that's tearing down one another, killing one another, murdering one another, at war with one another. Pray for the people in Russia and Ukraine and all around the globe. Again today, why? Because we live in a murderous society. Murder one another. Again, we see, and even in our, with our thoughts and our hearts and our souls, the Bible says he murdered this man. He took this man's life. My Bible says, he says, he says, where is thy, thy brother? He said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, what hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth from the ground. The Bible goes on and says, and he says, Thou art now cursed from the earth, and hath opened her mouth and received thy brother's blood for thy hand. Number 12, he says, And when thou tillest the ground, it shall not hence yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond thou shalt be in the earth. This was the curse of murdering his brother. Not so even the ground would dry up on the man. The things would not work for the man. That's what sin does. Sin will dry up in the land. Sin will dry up well, even what we try to do. Anyway, again, in the day, he said, it's going to be hard. And it's hard, my friend, without Christ. It's hard without the life giver today. My friend, today, he says, Cain, it's going to be hard for you because you've done this. The Bible says, and Cain said unto him, my punishment is greater than I can bear. Naturally, he had a heart. He says, you know what? I realize what I've done. The Bible says, Behold, thou hast driven him out of, from this day, from the face of the earth, and from the face of the earth, I shall hide thee, and be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth, and it shall come to pass that everyone that findeth him shall slay him. This man was now, again, a marked man. That's what the devil tries to do. He tries, again, to have us uh, uh, hurt ourselves. And because of, again, the decision that he had made, he hurt himself every day. Again, today, outside of Christ, we hurt ourselves. Hurt ourselves, no doubt, and, and take the trample on the blood of Jesus Christ. We trample and walk right over Jesus and what he's done. Trample right over the innocent blood of the Lamb of Almighty God. Though he may speak to you, though he talks to you every day, the Bible says we're without excuse. Nobody should die and lose their soul. That's why Jesus put in his word, he says, he's his prayers that all men would come to repentance. Uh, there without excuse, the blood speaks. Uh, the blood speaks on practically every corner of this city. Around the globe, the blood speaks that Jesus is still the answer. The blood still speaks that Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. My friend today, don't miss out. My friend today, get underneath the blood of Jesus Christ. There's life in the blood of Jesus today. The Bible says, and naturally he went away disappointed the Bible says that God had mercy on him. He says, but therefore, whosoever shall slay Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And so even though he had done wrong, that shows still the mercy of God. And how God has said he would defend Cain. And he says, if anybody was to continue to have this perpetual uh, thing of murder, it would hurt them as well. The Bible says here today, the Lord set a mark upon Cain. These any should find him and kill him. God still loved Cain in spite of. God loves people. God loves you and I. If you 
maybe incarcerated right now for murder, I want you to know God can still, he still loves you today. God still cares for you today. God still is able to save the vilest of sinners. We are all are witnesses that today. Can I get a witness this day? God is able to save the vilest of sinners today. It doesn't matter what you've done. God's love is still able to wash away all of our sins today. And back to what we were sharing with, you, with the kids last night. I'm telling you, but these things are under the blood. Amen. Thank God for the forgiving power of Jesus Christ. Thank God for the plan of salvation that God has for all mankind. Even way back in the Old Testament, God had a plan for men and women to be forgiven, to be delivered, to be be set free today. Amen. And we find that the wages of sin in 623, Romans 623, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. We see the wages of sin, the wages of Cain slaying his brother brought forth that man's death. But we also see the wages of Adam's sin cause all men to fall, but we don't have to stay down. We don't have to stay down tonight. You don't have to stay where you are. My friend today, Jesus is the answer. You read in Exodus, generation to generation, they was passed on, the blood must be applied. The blood must be applied. And so naturally, over and over again, the practices and sacrifices of the animals that were being shared year after year, it was told them the blood must be applied. The blood must still be applied. It's not even uh, has not changed today in 2022. The blood must still be applied. My friend, today, every day you live your life, again today, apply the blood if it needs applied. Amen. We need Jesus Christ every day of our lives. Year and generations go by, and these animal sacrifices, we God realize uh, he already knew it but again he realized and came to a place where he says these things just don't work they would work it was good for the outward show but not good enough for a lasting deliverance a lasting deliverance great men and women who lived on the earth still had flaws and sin due to sin read about Noah man a preacher of righteousness but he still had faults and failures Moses, great man of God, still had faults and failures. Kings still had faults and failures. Prophets still had faults and favors. Uh, 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 failures, I should say. Uh, 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 men, you and I today still have faults and failures. Uh, but oh, my friend today, again, we say, thank God for the cleansing blood. We've all come short of the glory of God. Again, those animal sacrifices can get the job done. The Sabbaths and all these different things that they still practice today. Man needed something everlasting tonight. In Hebrews chapter 9, verse 12, give me a little bit more time here tonight. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 12, the Bible says, Neither by blood of goats and calves, the Bible says, but by his own blood he entered into once into the holy place, having obtained an eternal redemption. Uh, he says, uh, 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 for us. Number 13 says, For the blood of bulls and goats and ashes of heifers sprinkling with the unclean sacrifices to the purifying of the flesh. Just this past week, a couple of weeks ago, they're getting excited because they got five heifers now. Five red heifers. Those of you who study Bible prophecy. Five unblemished red heifers, they believe. And they're preparing for these sacrifices over in Israel. They want to reintroduce these sacrifices for the temple that they want to build. Church, we're getting close, church. And so naturally, 
these red heifers, these red heifers, they would have to sacrifice, but it still wasn't good enough. The Bible says, how much more shall the blood, uh, how much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offer himself without spot to God, purge your conscience, the Bible says, from dead works to serve a living God. He said the blood is able to clean the conscience. The blood is able to clean the heart and mind. The blood is able to put it under the blood. I was sharing with them and say, yes, we've done things in our youth and various times throughout our Christian race. But thank God it's under the blood. You know what's the beautiful thing about God? He says much more than in Romans 5. He says much more than being now justified by his blood. We shall be saved from the wrath of your door. He said, and go into your house and pray. And no doubt they had to seek his face. And he says, and when death passes over you, he says, when I see the blood, I will pass over. I will cover you. Thank God for the blood tonight. He went on and says, and much more than being justified by his blood, we're saved from the wrath. There's a wrath coming, brothers and sisters, today. We don't want to be caught without the blood. The, the blood brings eternal life. The blood brings eternal life. He told Adam, he said, you're going to die. But God, the second Adam, says we can live. As we close this up, the Bible says in 1 Peter, 1 Peter 1.14, he said, as obedient children, not to fashion ourselves according to the form of lust of ignorance. We as dear children, we cover that the other way, become as little children. As obedient children, not fashion ourselves according to the form of lust of ignorance. We used to do a lot of things through ignorance. We used to fashion out. We, when we become Christians, we become new creatures in Christ. Our thought pattern is refashioned to be like Jesus. To be like the Lord. The Bible says our old ways are washed away. Shannon, now I say you got to cast these things out of your mind. Cast down imaginations. The old man tries to pop up out of the grave. No, it's why? Because I've been thoroughly purged. No doubt why. I'm not going back to the youthful lust of the things I used to do. Can't react the same way I used to react. Can't live the same way I used to live. That's what the born again experience is all about. The Bible says we don't fashion ourselves like the world does. We don't react like the world does. We don't live like the world does. He says, and as which we have called you in the holy, so be ye holy in all matters of conversation. That means that when the blood is applied, it gets down into the heart of man. That's what we think about the heart, this pump that we talk about, but the heart up here, the heart of man, it changes the tongue as well. It changes the speech as well. It changes what we do. I'm talking about the blood today. It gets down in every aspect of our lives. We talk about complete victory the past year. Church today, we continue to pray. God, give us complete victory in every aspect of our life. That includes our mind and our tongue and our heart and our actions and our ways today. We talk about it again. We got to get this stuff under the blood. And so in all matters of conversation, I only talk this way when I'm in church preaching. No, it's every day. With your friends, your co-workers, behind closed doors. In the day when you're all by yourself in all matters of conversation. He says, but it's written be ye holy, for I am holy. And if ye be called of the on the Father without respect to person, judges according to every man's work, past the time of sojourning here in fear. Number 18, he went on, said, For as much as ye know that ye not, are not, were not redeemed of corruptible things, as silver and gold, and of vain conversation received by tradition of your fathers. He says today, those things did not work. They learned about the laws of Moses. They learned about religion. They learned about all these different things. He says, but I, Christ came to give us something different. 
And a true believer in Christ, let us be different. Even our church, we are supposed to be different. Let us prove the world wrong and be different. Amen. Let us prove the world wrong and be different. The Bible says these traditional men did not work. We've got to follow the Holy Spirit and the Heavenly Father. He said, but the precious blood of Christ Jesus as the lamb without blemish, without spot. This blood that the bullocks cannot do. This blood that the turtle doves and, and all these other animals cannot do. It was the lamb of God which taketh away the sins of the world. He said, number 20, verily I say, verily, verily it was uh, ordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in here in his last times. And so that blood today that was backed in nearly 2,000 years ago, that innocent blood is now still here today. The answer to our world is still in Christ. The answer to our country today is still in Christ. Yes, it's not a president. It's not, again, a, a governor or a police officer or a program. It's still the blood. It's still the word of God. It's still Jesus. It's still the Holy Ghost today. That's still the only thing that can cleanse a man's heart and change a woman's heart today. It cleanses and makes men and women whole and no doubt brings healing to the land. Even in these last days, we can't let the blood dry up. Don't let the blood dry up. We must continue to tell men and women about the blood. God has a plan. Come on up, please. God has a plan. He sent his son Jesus to be crucified and die. No doubt rise again. His blood is still flowing. His blood is still able to make the vilest of sinners clean. Many witnesses here in this service here. Many perhaps online watching. We're all recipients of that blood. And we thank God for the cleansing of the blood. Where would we be without Jesus today? Where would we be without the blood of Christ? The Bible says the Son of God was different. He didn't have Adam's tainted blood. He didn't have the tainted blood of our father Adam. His blood came from God himself, our Heavenly Father. Mary was impregnated by the Holy Ghost, so it would not be tainted. The life giver walked among men. The life giver was given back to man that joy. Reconciled with mankind through his blood. Reconciliation comes through blood. Reconciliation comes through forgiveness of Christ. Peace comes through his blood. Fellowship comes through his blood. True deliverance comes through the blood of Jesus Christ. Unity comes through the blood. Men and women from all walks of life are united by the blood of Jesus Christ today. Again today we find as we see here today, thank God for the cleansing blood. As he began to play that song, it never loses its power. That same blood in the early church is the same blood today. It's able to heal anybody that don't have a color. I remember years ago watching uh, the Jeffersons. The Jeffersons, George Jefferson. He, he didn't realize he was going to this KKK meeting. George Jefferson, he was in the elevator talking. And he was talking about just, I don't know, conservative stuff in the, in the, in the elevator. Yeah, I'm a business they they taking all my taxes. They doing all this. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, they doing this and that and the other. Yeah, 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 right on, right on. And they was looking at him like, huh, okay. Hey, you want to come down to a meeting? And so they invited George Jefferson down to the first floor in the, in the little lobby there. or the little convention room they had. Yeah, he's sitting in there, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we want to bring up one of our brothers up here. And he was meet George. And George began, yeah, yeah. And then he found out that he was in a Ku Klux Klan meeting. And one of the men 
George confronted the man, and the man had a heart attack. He had a heart attack right there. The head leader of the KKK had a heart attack. He, he was in, naturally he had him. He was going to die. And George Jefferson had him. He didn't want to do it, but he resuscitated that man. He resuscitated the man. He gave him mouth to mouth, man. Can you imagine? <laughs> George Jefferson gave this KKK member, this black man, gave this man resuscitation. And his son, naturally his heart was changed. His son's heart was changed. He said, Dad, you was going to die. And the man said, George saved you. And, and, and they wheeled him out on, on, the, on the little stretcher there. He said, if I'd have known that, I, I wish you would have let, let me die. And it ended that way. Hatred in his heart. You know what? Now think about that. No, but God didn't have any hatred. He cares for all of us. Every walk of life. And his blood, no doubt, breathes life into every man. His blood is for any color. You cut us off, we're going to all bleed red. Church today, that blood of Jesus Christ, no doubt, is able to cleanse and make us whole. Church today, things that go on in life, Jesus said, let's put it underneath the blood. Give it over to the blood. He's singing songs tonight. I plead the blood. Plead the blood over that thing. Put it on your doorpost. Give it to Jesus. You know what, Jesus, you take care of this thing. God, I have forgiveness in my heart. I plead it. I plead it, no doubt, for this one and that one. I plead the blood in my own mind and my soul. I plead the blood over my own. God, I've done wrong in my life. And thank God he's willing to forgive us all. I'm telling you that whoever may be watching this video, Jesus says, come on to me. Come on, I can wash you and make you white as snow. You'll begin to have life. Because the enemy won't want to soak it away. Dry it up. But church, that blood still flows. You can tap into it and say, Lord, cleanse me and make me whole. Wash me thoroughly, purge my mind. Every day, just have a pure mind, a pure heart. And it's through Jesus Christ. Keep our minds on Jesus. Look to Jesus. Let's look to the King and the Lord. And our Savior, Jesus Christ, and I am. Whatever, perhaps somebody's done you wrong. Stand by someone last night, and there's something that happened, and, and uh, they did us wrong, various things. But you know, we could have easily gotten mad at them, Reverend. We could have easily gotten mad at them. Could have gotten mad at his wife. But I had to catch myself, and I said, you know, we're going to pray for them. We're going to pray because we want to see them saved one day. We want to see them saved, and you know what? God touched their hearts. Touch their minds. God, we pray that God, you can even mend that. And the blood is mending. The blood, the blood of Jesus Christ draws all of us back to him. Church, let's look to Jesus Christ and be thankful today for his grace. If you don't know him today, as we bow as a reverence to God. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior today, I'm telling you, he came, the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, to wash us all, to save us all. No doubt to give us life that we lost through Adam. He said, I am the way and the truth and the life. If you will believe in him, if you will accept him as Lord and Savior of your life, he can save you right now. He can wash away all of your past. You believe that he's the son of God. Believe what he did on that old rugged cross. He did it for us, all of us, that we can be cleansed and made whole. He died and went and paid our price. He paid the price of hell and the penalty of death. The sting of it was taken away because he did it all for us. 
the ransom was paid. It's a valuable price. That's why the Bible calls it the precious blood of Jesus. So valuable that it is. Today, today, let's take it seriously, the precious blood of Jesus. And he's able to wash you and make you whole today. Ask him to receive him into your life. But even as a believer along the Christian race, we continue to ask God and seek God's face. Continue to keep our hearts pure and clean. The Bible says he's faithful and just to forgive us. We have an advocate with the Father even when we fail. We have an advocate with our Heavenly Father. He's a, through his son Jesus, we're able to be who he intended for us to be. Brothers and today, put on the blood. Plead the blood. The blood of the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ. Church today, let's live. We gain our victory through that. Let's pray. Come on, sing this song tonight. Let's all find a place to pray. Let's seek the Lord our God. Seek Him today. Thank Him today. If you've been watched, thank Him tonight. Thank Him today. If you're lost, call on Him. Call on Him. He's more than able to wash any and everything that we've ever done.
say, Christian, please say, but we continue to plead the blood, amen, over every situation, over every trial we go through. Continue to walk with Jesus, amen. We know that that's the healing. There's healing in the blood as well. When you pray, no doubt we know that there's healing in it. In it for when we pray for the sick, we give it, plead the blood over that. We say in Jesus' name, by his stripes, we are healed, amen. And we continue to do that to believe God for healing in our land. Those stripes and those whips that he took was to bring healing to the land. Pray for one another. Pray for your friends and loved ones. Pray for one another. Amen. And people can be saved. Pray for the, even those that despise the youth. Pray for them. Love upon them anyway. Amen. To where we can be like Jesus say, you know what? They don't know not what they do. But Father, forgive them anyway. No blood will be on our hands, amen. No blood will be on your hands. No blood will be on your hands. People have done us wrong through the years. But you know, we can wash our hands clean and say, you know what? God, I, I forgive people. Amen. I forgive them, amen. 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 I forgive them, my hands. Amen. I release them in Jesus' name. Absolutely. In Jesus' name. Release them. Amen. And Jesus can do that. Amen. And truly, thank God for Jesus, amen. That's what to release us and deliver us from these things. Remnants of sins. Amen. Thank God. And he says, not guilty. Amen. Because I see the blood. Amen. I see the blood. Amen. Thank the Lord tonight for Jesus. Thank God for his word, brothers and sisters. Let's go in victory. Let's go in Christ. Let him have his way. Because he would pray for people. Pray for one another. Pray for our land. Amen. Let's dismiss in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, today for your goodness. We thank God. Thank you, God, for your word, God, and your plan of salvation for each of us. Lord, we pray, God, as we go forward, God, let this plan continue to be spread abroad through each one here, usable vessels, God, that we can tell men and women there's a better way. There's life in you. There's life through your blood. There's life through your power. There's life through your son, Jesus. We pray to men and women that are dead and lost. They'll come alive, come alive through you, Jesus Christ. Help us each to to minister to people, minister to the lost, and reach out to men and women that don't know you. And those are the God that are broken, God, you can send healing to the soul. Those are the sick tonight. We pray to God you can even touch them where they may lie. God, we pray again just for our world and our society. They can come to know you in a reality. To come to know you and God experience the true meaning of Christianity, the true meaning of what you came to do. And that is to deliver all mankind from our sins. Lord, we pray, God, and go with us. Bring us by the next appointed time. God, accomplish your divine work. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Have a wonderful night, folks. God bless you. I pray.